0: Hello. You are listening to Radical Stepmoms. This is Christina. I am chatting with Karen, a stepmom. He is nine? Eight. Eight. He's eight years old. Um, And we are going to talk about all sorts of things from stepkid with ADHD, disengaging, um, infertility. And I want to hear first about how your story all started. You've known your partner, forever. yes <laughs> <laughs> So welcome Karen. let's hear um, let's hear about your stepmom journey.
1: Thanks. Uh, so yes I <laughs> I've known my husband since middle school. <laughs> wow I like to tell you what age he remembers more than I do. kind of makes me feel horrible that I don't remember every detail. (laughs) He says I was like one of the only people that was nice to him in middle school and high school, which makes me feel worse about not remembering (laughs) interactions with him. Mm. I mean, I remember a little bit, but um, we were both kind of recluses, but like with different friends. Mm. Uh, I went away to college. He did not. He just kind of did his own thing. I think he went to like community college.
0: So you met in middle school, but you were in the same school through high school yes wow yeah so probably
1: we probably met in like sixth or seventh grade Mm -hmm. Um, known each other all through high school I went away to college um, and then I actually dated (laughs) dated one of his really good friends (laughs) Mm. after college (laughs) a little bit Um, (laughs) and then he and I broke up so during all of this he was dating bio mom they never married Mm -hmm. he was dating bio mom they had my stepson I was, that's how I've known him for so long because I met him first as, you know, my husband's friend. Mm -hmm. Um, So I met him at three weeks old, held this little tiny nugget of a baby. Oh, so cute. Made a gift basket for them. They still talk about it. Bio mom still tells me it's like the nicest gift she's ever gotten. Mm -hmm. Um, Just like all this stuff. And then my ex and I broke up. In that time, he and bio mom broke up. He dated somebody else. They broke up. I saw that they were broken up and I was like, I always thought he was cute. I
0: think I'm going to reach out to him. Saw that they broke up on what, like Facebook? You got it.
1: (laughs) That's exactly what happened. happened. And I reached (laughs) out to him
0: and I was like, hey, I always
1: thought you were cute. We should talk.
0: (laughs) Relationship status changed to single. Yeah. And now we're married. (laughs) That's awesome. So the first thing that pointed out to me there, and I don't know, my ears just perked up when you were like, you know, the bio mom is grateful for the gift that you get. What's the relationship like there since you've been in the picture forever? Uh, we get along pretty well. Um, awesome. uh,
1: we <laughs> we parallel parent, but not because she's high conflict, but because mm-hmm. we parent so differently. Sure. Um, I know you've discussed that on the podcast before. Mm-hmm. Um, so like we're the structure, routine, discipline household, and then she's the Disneyland mom. Oh, great. Um, so stepson, with his severe ADHD is on a screen all day. And like my husband and I are like, you guys where we're like limited screen time and yeah. we'll play outside. You have a tree house in the back and a tire swing and there's a pool. Just let us know you want to go in and we'll go outside with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so we parallel parent for that purpose, but we what's do- your,
0: what's your custody schedule?
1: It's, t- <laughs> it's so funny. My husband and I were just talking about it because we don't go by the court order. Okay. Um, and by the court order we would only have him like one night a week uh mm. but we have him like three nights and four days it's basically 50 50. okay as uh, so we have him wednesday night for dinner and then thursday
0: after school through sunday morning okay yeah cool um think. so that's it, it's, i find it's so interesting because there's some people that are like it's super important to stick to the custody schedule you know mm-hmm. because things are super high conflict Yes. But then there are families that totally make it work by, yeah, we've kind of amended this and now it's working for us. And there's no real reason because sometimes, I mean, going to court is such a hassle. And so if you guys have an agreement that works for you, like that works. It's a hassle. It's expensive. And
1: quite frankly, the court order came to be when my stepson wasn't even a year old. So there's no school factored into there. There was no kind of like, what if somebody moves or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So I think that as time has gone on, also, she's kind of realized with his severe ADHD that he's very difficult to handle. Mm -hmm. And my husband is the one that kind of, you know. Right, puts the you know the smack down so to speak not literally but figuratively yeah she sees the benefit of that that's good I think
0: so so what is your relationship like with your stepson given you've been in the picture for him he says I'm his best friend (laughs) super cute (laughs)
1: um if you had asked me this two weeks ago I would have said he's my favorite person and I love him but he made me angry this weekend yeah tell me Yeah, Uh, I'm gonna make it super short because it's not worth getting too, too into. Sure. Uh, My husband's job has one of those jobs where he is usually working Monday through Friday, but occasionally he has to work Saturdays, which is fine. This Saturday, he asked me, Would you mind watching Kiddo? You know, do what you gotta do. He doesn't care. I have full reign to do whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. Fine. I asked kiddo what he wanted to do. He said, I want to bake cookies with you. Cause that's like my thing. That's the thing I tell everybody. If there's one thing I'm good at, it's baking. That's it. Um, <laughs> so we baked cookies. We watched a movie together. We played Frisbee in the backyard for like an hour. We took the dog for a walk, like a great day. Yeah, he told like me it. he had a fantastic day. Best day he's had all year, like super <laughs> excited. I was like, oh, great. My husband came home. He was like, daddy, Rooney. He calls me Rooney's. Rooney's and I had a great day. It was so much fun. We did X, Y, Z. And then he and my husband decided to play a video game, which I've always said is the kiss of death with my stepson. But my husband likes to play video games with him, his Mm -hmm. business. Mm -hmm. I took the opportunity to call my girlfriend. And then all of a sudden I hear my husband yelling at him. My stepson told him that I stress him out and gave him a horrible day. What? Yeah. So (laughs) I'm not happy with him right now. switch flipped? Um, He didn't get to play his video game because mm. it didn't load and so he took that out on me he took
0: that out on, on you
1: yeah and my husband freaked out on him thank god he has my back
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he was very angry and then my stepson tried to manipulate the situation by faking crying and saying that he broke my heart uh. and then, yeah and then I got pissed about that excuse me because that's I manipulation does not work with me like I Mm -hmm. it really grinds my gears Mm -hmm. um as I'm sure with anybody Mm -hmm. and then I (laughs) and then I decided that next weekend because I have him again next Saturday that if he asked me to do something I'm gonna say I'm sorry buddy
0: I don't want to stress you out oh yeah we're gonna try that that's so hard and it's such it's such like a emotional mind fuck right because it's like you thought here you thought like Days with it, this day was good. Like, I'm rocking this whole stepmom thing, like, doing it solo. Yep. You know, he's giving you that positive affirmation of how great of a day. And then one yes. thing can mess it up. And it's so funny because that's exactly how I felt at the time. I was like, wow, I kicked butt today. Like
1: I'm super stepmom today. I killed it. Mm -hmm. We had a great day. The cookies came out great. The Mm -hmm. dog was even horrible, but like we got her because she's a puppy. Like we got her riled up and she went to sleep. Everything was wonderful. And then this kid drops that, cried.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Those instances right there are quickly like what make me want to just like throw my hands up and be like, fuck it. I'm not doing anything. You got like, it. I'm not putting in all this effort. I'm not doing this. And it's like, I feel like I throw, I'm throwing like an adult tantrum, you know, like mm-hmm. I don't want to do this anymore. Yep. And yep. then I have to kind of like either have my husband talk me down or be like, okay, you're an adult. They're just kids dealing with big emotions. Like you don't have to take it so personally. Like I understand why I re- like going and finding that compassion yeah. can be, such a struggle and so much energy like emotional energy that then I get bitter about even having to do like it's just so many things (laughs) it's hard (laughs) and
1: especially when like you try your hardest to be just like that other parent in the house Mm
0: -hmm.
1: being that like he tells me I'm his safe space and and then for him to treat me like and it's like the first occasion that we've had like this um, which kind of for eight years as I think, well, I mean, I've been a stepmom for five, but like for eight years is pretty impressive.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: but I'm, yeah, it hurt my feelings. And I told him that and mm-hmm. we'll see, we got him tomorrow night for dinner. So we'll see how that goes. And he has therapy today. So okay. I'm hoping that that helps a little bit.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's good. So he's got some resources going on for him. Yes. Thank goodness. Yay. Is he on medication? No, no. Yeah. Mine either. I actually just proposed it to biomom mom and she's thinking it over. So we shall see.
1: My personal, I am not a medical, I am not, I work in accounting, (laughs) so I know nothing about this. Mm -hmm. Um, But my personal opinion is that he needs to be medicated. Um, He's been in therapy for almost a year now. I'm really not seeing that many changes. Um, He switched therapists already. We've kind of done the gambit. And if BioMom isn't going to hold up her end of the bargain with therapy, then something has to give. That's mm-hmm. how I view it. Yeah. But I don't work in that field. So mm-hmm. I can't say. I also think there's a lot more going on there than what's being perceived. I actually just had a conversation with my husband like literally yesterday about how he needs to be more involved in therapy sessions and that it can't just be my stepson going in and then him just taking what my stepson says at face value. The therapist doesn't give him a lowdown after the appointment, which I find bizarre. Mm -hmm. Um, You would think for an eight-year-old that the therapist would be like, hey, we talked about X, Y, Z in the appointment. She just asks him, what do you want to talk about? And that's it. Um, So I told my husband, you need to hold her a little more accountable Uh You need to be more perceptive and open, but like this kid has, poor kid has anxiety. You've mentioned this, about your stepson anxiety Mm -hmm. issues for sure. I think he might be on the spectrum. He, I, there's a lot going on there.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, for us with the medication stuff, it's just, I can't help, but wonder what he would be like if he had a moment to just his brain, his little brain to just take a break. Because it is constantly buzzing, and if he were to have some quiet, he would be able to actually hear instruction at school. He'd be able to like formulate his own, you know, thoughts, and he would. I just really, I just want to see if if the if it's possible for him to have some relief. Um, and yeah, so we're hopefully gonna try and get by a mom on board, or at least just to try it, you know. So it's why not? It's been literally five years since he got diagnosed. So it's time to try something. Um, fingers crossed for both of us. that that works Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I
1: mean, My husband is very against medicating and I get it. He just turned eight last month, like, ju- like newly mm. eight. I get it. He's mm-hmm. young.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know
1: though. My opinion is, I think like you said, I think like his poor brain is like constantly moving. I think my lucky stars, this kid is like an avid reader and just wants to read all day. Mm -hmm. Um, so at least he, like that kind of helps him a lot, but Mm -hmm. I'm with you. I think it would be very beneficial.
0: Yeah. So when we first started chatting, um, or planning to record chat, um, we, (laughs) you talked about, um, that this summer was especially a summer where you decided to kind of disengage. Can we chat about what was happening that led up to that? What that looked like for you, how that was communicated, all of the things.
1: Well, it's great that we're talking about ADHD, because that's how it
0: started. Okay, good segue. Um,
1: Yeah, so uh, COVID, you know, was a thing, is a thing, Mm -hmm. I, Yeah, it's still going on. Mm -hmm. Um, It's, you know, I don't know how long it takes for your episodes to come out, but it's March right now, we're Mm -hmm. recording. Um, So we bought our house in April of last year, during COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in May, we adopted our puppy. So she's not really a puppy anymore. She's a year old now.
0: Um,
1: mm-hmm. But she, she'll be, a, it's like a baby. She'll be my puppy forever. Uh-huh. Um, so we, I'm trying to remember timeline, Like mid May, I really started to notice that his behavior was spiraling out of control. He also has a stepdad. Mm-hmm. Um, we are very different people, but if there's one thing that we bond over, it's how hard it is to co parent this child. Um, from the step-parent perspective uh, Mm -hmm. because bio mom as I said is a Disneyland mom my husband is not he's a fantastic father he really is and I'm not just saying that because he's my husband (laughs) like he really (laughs) is but there's a lot of dad guilt there Um, and he's been working on that himself but I think between her Disneyland momming and his dad guilting they weren't seeing the very obvious issues that stepdad and I both saw he doesn't act out that much at our house, even despite the story I just shared with you. That's like the worst it gets here. There's no mm-hmm. violence here. There's very few temper tantrums. Like he doesn't even slam his bedroom door. Like it's, my husband like puts a stop to that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He's very violent with his mom. He mm-hmm. punches her in the face oh, a lot. Wow. He's eight years old, this is unacceptable. Oh. It was never acceptable. Um, I remember the a few days before my bridal shower. So this is 2019, just to go back really quick. He punched his mom in the face and he's done it like 10 times since then. So you're talking mm-hmm. summer 2019 through like the last couple months. It got to the point where like, she came to me crying cause she didn't know what to do by mm-hmm. mom. Mm-hmm. And I told her you need to get this kid in therapy. Like he clearly has ADHD. I think every like, my, pa- my mom's a teacher. She said something to me. My sister in is a teacher. His pediatrician suggested it. And they were all like, no, no, no. He's fine. He's fine. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So it's just ridiculous. Oh um, it got to the point where like I, and you just talked about this. I was feeling very resentful. I didn't know why I felt resentful, but I just felt resentful. But mm-hmm. well, when we moved, my husband put a lot of the parental responsibilities for my stepson on me. We don't have any kids together. I don't have any biological children. It's just mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. so like all the household stuff I was kind of handling my stepson I was handling the dog I was handling and it was a lot mm-hmm. um, did, he, that-
0: did he do that intentionally or just kind of subconsciously putting that stuff on you I think subconsciously yeah okay. I don't know for sure I
1: never asked I think it was subconscious because my husband really is like we both cook and clean we both I mean he did laundry the other day I did it the week before like we're very equal we're mm-hmm. partners we You said partner, I love that term because even though we're married, we're partners. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't know what happened last year, but he just kind of, I guess, I don't know what happened, but I I felt anyway, maybe that's not true. I'm sure there's some validity to what he said because he was upset with me. He Mm. felt like I wasn't pulling my weight and I felt like he wasn't pulling his weight. Mm. I kind of shucked more of the household stuff and he was shucking more of the parental stuff. Mm. But my opinion is, even though I love my stepson, I treat him as my own, I love him as my own inevitably i have zero rights to him so Mm -hmm. him and his mom and his ex really Mm -hmm. should be the ones parenting first and foremost where stepdad and i are kind of backups which is why i like the term stepmom because we step in right Mm -hmm. so to go back really quick sorry i digressed um we uh had like this whole thing i think he may have punched his mom in the face again it was something like that like he was being super violent And she came to me crying and I brought it up to my husband and he was like, that's ridiculous. And I, and I just kind of blew up at him and basically yelled at both him and her separately, not together. Like I yelled, like, I mean, yelled like, yeah, at the top of my lungs, yelled at them. And I was like, what's wrong with you two? Like, how could you not see this child is literally crying for help. And then I decided that I needed to back off. So I told my husband that he needs to step up more with my stepson and I'll step up more with the household stuff um, and that they need to get him in therapy because this is not going to work. If he doesn't get this kid in therapy, like he's just going to spiral more than he has. And in the meantime, I'm going to step back. So I know for me, not, uh, not showing disengaging, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. I don't really do anything with bio mom anymore. Not that I don't like her. I just don't find a purpose to it. Um, so any communication for about my stepson is between the two of them unless if there's like a rare occasion where my husband's running late and i have to pick him up or something um but all bio mom stuff is done through my husband i don't even go to drop-offs anymore like i just stay home that's my me time Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: then most most disciplining is done through my husband um i will say that i uh, my caveat to this and i think this is a great little trick my girlfriend taught me house rules so if it's a house rule i'm happy to be like you know buddy this is a house rule we don't do that in this house we don't mm-hmm. turn on the tv without our parents permission in this house so you can't do that and then i would discipline for that but mm-hmm. like general discipline i'm like well your dad's going to deal with that when he gets home
0: okay yeah and i also
1: don't stay alone with him very much anymore this weekend thing is going to be only like a five-week deal and that's. It. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah that's- and, and those situations are hard too because it's like you guys are a team and what other like other options are there are you going to have them go to buy mom's like it's I, I struggle with those sort of, um, scenarios. So first, so I want to unpack everything you just shared here that one, I feel like so often, so often it takes some sort of catalyst or event to spark this sort of change or shift. And I know with this platform and what the work that I do with stepmoms, a large part of what I try and, and do is create more awareness of our emotions and more communication with ourselves, with our partners, with our stepkids to try and, you know, limit those sort of situations where you just feel so flooded and overwhelmed. And just like, are you kidding me? Like both of you just freaking parent, like You know, um, but sometimes, regardless of how attuned we are to what's happening, you know, we still will lose our shit. And those are those are the things that, like, I always tell my partner, like, if you see me doing this, this is like real deal stuff. Like, this means I'm really upset. Like, I'm not just throwing a tantrum for fun because I think it's fun. Like, this is something that we need to pay attention to. So. Um, so there's that. But I think too, um, when it comes to how you were able to communicate with your partner, um, it's super, it sounds like it was a really healthy, you know, conversation and the way that you kind of divided things and, and, you know, discovered what was actually happening for the two of you, super important. Um, I know a lot of STEM moms struggle with that piece of, how do I actually communicate this to my partner? How do I actually ask for what I need? Or because, you know, I hear a lot of partners feeling like they're being abandoned or they're no longer, quote, partners. And that's hard to explain when it's like, no, I'm here for you, but not all the way here for you. Like there's that limit. So um, how has your partner been in like receiving what you're needing as a stepmom. The first
1: conversation we had about it was horrible. Uh, we had a huge fight. It's like the only, I mean, like I said, we've known each other forever. It's like the first and only fight we've ever had was that. Mm-hmm. It was, ho- I mean, like really bad, screaming, yelling, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say that um, after that conversation um, we got a lot better. Um, and now he's just so amazing, so supportive, so how help- He always asked me like, even this weekend thing, like I said, his job isn't like that. He said, mm-hmm. Are you okay with keeping him, or does he need to go to his mom's? Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, no, like it's good for us to have alone time. I think kids, bio or step, need alone time with their parents. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you said you do it with your stepson, I do it with mine. Mm-hmm. Um, pre-COVID, we used to go get ice cream, which you could still do, I guess, or go play golf or what mini golf.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: we're in Pennsylvania, so we're not doing that right now, <laughs> but <laughs> cool. um, yeah, a little bit. Um, but He's been so supportive and it's been so great, but the first conversation did not go very well. But after I made it clear, like this isn't working for me and it's clearly not working for you, nor is it working for him. Let's Mm -hmm. find a different way to fix this. I think we all got better. And the thing that really moved it was, it was very clear that my stepson needed his dad. Mm -hmm. And I think when I put it in that perspective, he realized, okay, not only do I need to be more present for my child, I need to be more present for my wife. And I think that that kind of really registered for him because he tells me all the time, like, you're my best friend. I can't lose you. I have to have Mm -hmm. you. And, you know, Mm -hmm. same thing with our kid, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm very lucky. I hear stories, too, that they are not as supported. So I feel very lucky.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, you know, it, it makes sense to hear how our partners feel about certain things and And when we are saying to focus on, it's not, you know, me stepping away from the kids. It's, you know, I'm asking you to step in and because your kid needs you, like that reframing can be super helpful. And I feel like that that's kind of the ticket to getting your partner's understanding um, is to continue having conversations. Like the first conversation might be a huge blowout Sure. I feel like that's usually the case um, because our, our partners are panicking at that point. Like, I feel like our par- partners just go into this panic mode of what do you mean this has been working fine? Yeah, for you, <laughs> but uh, not for me. So um, to keep having those conversations to try and find, you know, what can our partners really grasp onto to understand the concept of, and I don't even really... I don't like the term disengaging in general. Just like I don't like the term childless stepmom. <laughs> um, I have a really hard time with semantics. But um, so just stepping back and yes. asking the parent to actually parent, and that can be that can provoke, you know, being defensive in our in our people.
1: Yeah, and I think too. I cause so I have like a couple stepmom groups I'm a part of on Facebook. One of them is a Radical Stepmom Podcast Group. Yay! <laughs> <Shout> out. <laughs> um, and I see it all the time that I, I think these men, not all of them, and I should I shouldn't generalize, but I'm going to. I'm going to stereotype over <laughs> here. Mm-hmm. A lot of these men, I think, and some women uh, get into this role where they're like, okay, they're a single parent, and they're so used to doing everything. And then you've even talked about this again, where you're like. I came in and like, here's this competent woman and like, she's kick ass. And she, my kid loves her and I'm going to, you know, I trust her with my
0: life. Sit back and enjoy. Yeah. <laughs>
1: like I'm done with this crap. I'm going to let my partner do everything. And I think that was a little bit of what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I have like I said, I have no kids, but like I take being an aunt super serious. <laughs> I love my nieces and nephews. I, I mean, like I was watching my nephew at like three weeks old um so I think like with all that child care and I was a nanny before that too so like I think with all that background mm-hmm. uh my husband was like here's somebody super competent and amazing and that like doesn't do stupid stuff with my kid like mm-hmm. his ex does so I, and I get it I do you need everybody every parent everybody needs a break I get it but there has to be a balance and I mean at the end of the day you're the
0: bio parent you decided mm-hmm. to have the kid and stay around so mm-hmm. your responsibility buddy Right, and overall, one thing that I think um, I was just actually doing a one-on-one call with a stepmom today, where you know her partner doesn't quite understand that the relationship is just inherently different between bio parent and and you know the stepmom, and that you know the stepkid n- needs that relationship with the bio parent, and sometimes it's going to make our relationship better with the kid in the long run like you know like i was i explained if i'm constantly the one telling my stepson you need to do this you need to do that you need to do this you know i'm always the one that's barking out orders that's not facilitating a you know equal or balanced relationship with my stepson he just sees me as the Mean girl, <laughs> he was right. yelling at him. You know, yeah. if my husband can step in and be like, "Hey, don't sit on your feet at the table. Don't lean over your your plate. Like stuff like that." Then you know, we have time to actually invest in in the good in the good conversations. So, are the good, you know, interactions. um, Like days like your Saturday. You know, right. Um. So, yes, disengaging. Aside from, you know, the weekends that are kind of putting a wrench in your attempts to not be so active, um, how has it been going? Just with my stepson in general? Yeah.
1: Uh, well, I mean, he's been doing really well in school this year. He's such a smart, like I say to people all the time, this kid, 85% of the time, is super smart super funny interesting he called my husband dude for the first time the other day and I like lost it that was so funny <laughs> like it's so, so silly but like he's a really funny kid I love him to like I really do I love this kid to pieces but like he's very much Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde so mm-hmm. like there's no middle ground with him it's either like he's super good really well behaved mm-hmm. awesome or like a complete nightmare There's no, and like, even my husband says it, like there's no in-between for him. Mm -hmm. There's no like, I'm kind of having an off day. Eh." It's either like, I'm great and I'm super and I'm awesome. Or like, I'm a terrorist. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's like no connect between the two.
0: Yeah. That's the impulse control
1: stuff there. Yeah. Yeah. And for anybody listening that does not know much about ADHD, because I didn't, Mm
0: -hmm. it's so
1: complex. It is. There's so much to it. Like I thought fidgeting, inattentivity. Mm-hmm. Um, th- that's it. I mm-hmm. didn't know about the lack of impulse control. I didn't know about the emotional outbursts. I didn't mm-hmm. know about the anger. I didn't know about, uh, there's like a myriad of things I can't even think of right now as we're talking, but as you know, obviously it's what you do, but, uh, yeah, it's very complex.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, switching gears a little bit. Um, so you mentioned that you and your partner don't have bio kids together. Congrats. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about that? Sure. Uh, so <laughs> neither of us ever wanted to have kids
1: like just in general in life. Um, and then, uh, my stepson came along and was not planned. Um, and then my husband told me when we were dating, like, I hope, you know, like, I don't want to have any kids. I'm done. Like, I didn't even want to have any- I mean, don't get me wrong. We love my stepson. We're so glad we have him. But like, and I was like, yeah, sure. That sounds great. And, and then we got married and I was like, I don't know, maybe we should have a kid.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: But like, even though I've known my stepson his whole life, I wasn't around as a stepmom until he was like almost three, two and a half. Mm-hmm. So I missed out on like the fun stuff, like the baby years and the toddlerhood and like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I see him with his mom and like, it's so great. He has, he loves his mom as much as he does, but like, I don't have that. I don't have somebody that loves me except for maybe the dog as much as <laughs> like they, that he loves them. And I think it's beautiful. I'm so glad that my stepson loves his mom and his dad as much as he does. Mm-hmm. And he loves me so much. I mean, he tells me all the time, I'm his best friend. I'm his favorite parent, which I tell him, you can't say that
0: <laughs> like, <all those laughs> or not in front of them. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. He said that the other day. I was like, buddy, you can't say that. That's not nice. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. <laughs>
1: um, But uh, so we are trying to conceive. Um, I have PCOS. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if you know what that is or Mm -hmm. other people do. It's an endocrinological, I can never say that word, a disorder. Uh, Basically, it just, it affects like women differently. For me, I have irregular cycles. It makes tracking impossible. Mm -hmm. Um, So we've been trying for about like eight months now. So like nothing crazy. We're kind of letting mother nature decide. in a a couple months, I'll see a fertility specialist. We agreed that we'll try like pills. That's what my sister had to do to get pregnant. If that doesn't work, we might adopt. I don't want to do IVF. Like that's just not for me personally. I'd rather adopt or do nothing
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) personally.
1: (laughs) Um, But yeah, so no bio kids yet.
0: Yeah. I think um, it's interesting. The stepmoms that I um, talked to who it just kind of their feelings towards having a child of their own just kind of changes over time. And I think, I think I've shared before too that, I mean, I always wanted um, a baby and stuff, but um, I think if I didn't have my stepson, my husband and I would have waited like a while before, (laughs) before we actually ended up, you know, trying. Um, But I feel like a stepmom's timeline can just change. Just when you feel that motherly instinct, I don't know if it's biological, I don't know if it's you know, for me, it was I'm already doing the mom shit, like I'm already doing it, like I'm literally potty training, like I'm already knee deep in this. Like, why don't I do it? You know, with the child, like what's one more kind of like mentality, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I think, I think one of the heartaches of. Being a child-free stepmom um, oh, yeah. <laughs> is um, is what, what was I saying? One of the difficult, you know, one of the difficulties of being a child-free stepmom is that feeling of you know, like that unconditional like bond. In that, like you mentioned earlier, we don't have any legal ties. We don't have, you know, that and just because he, you know, stepson doesn't get to play a video game. We're thrown under the bus because right? No. <laughs> even though I think, I, go ahead. I'm sorry, I,
1: I, I think he would have thrown his bio mom under the bus if that were the case too. Like, I don't think it was me specific. I think it was whoever was not in the room with oh, yeah. him. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's pretty damn manipulative. I don't know if that's ADHD related or if it's an undiagnosed thing. I have my own opinions on that, but, mm-hmm. um, he's very manipulative and I don't want to say he's a pathological liar, but he lies a lot. Really, Um, It's gotten better. Um, Mm -hmm. but he definitely does. Which is part of the reason why I told my husband, he needs to get more involved in therapy because Mm -hmm. we don't know if he's lying to the therapist because the therapist does not give us a report. And that kind of my girlfriend was like, how do you know that stepson isn't lying to the therapist? And I was like, I guess we don't do we. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, with COVID, they can't go in, which I understand. Um, but they're not doing, so he goes in, my stepson goes in, but the parents are not allowed to go in. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: but yeah, sorry, I'm digressing, but yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I, about the manipulation stuff, like it's often hard for me to, I see your doggy. He's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> <Thank you>. um, <laughs> um, the stuff with manipulation, it gets kind of difficult because especially I've talked about this on stories before where like my stepson will just start crying being like, why can't we all live in the same house? And you don't love me like you love my, you know, sister and, and stuff. And it always comes out when he's gotten in trouble, when he's done something. And it's so hard because I want to tend to those feelings. I don't want him to feel like that. I don't want him to, you know, feel those things. But at the same time, I'm, I'm looking at him like, are you fucking with me? Like, are you just messing with me and trying to get out of the trouble that you're in? Because you think if you cry, then, you know, we're just gonna be like, oh no, it's okay. So my husband and I have had to have like several like parenting discussions to be like, how are we going to handle this? Because there has to be some balance of you are in trouble. There are going to be consequences, but also, you know, do you really feel this way? Because if you do, we don't want you to feel this way. So the manipulation, man, it sucks because I don't ever just want to dismiss it. Right. Do you,
1: so in your situation, do you find that bio mom falls for the manipulation? Oh, a lot yeah. more? Yeah. So, okay. Same here. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: Bio mom and um, my husband's mom. So my mother-in-law, um, the oh, two yeah. of them are like two peas in a pod and they, um, Oh. both very much like baby him and coddle him and treat him like he walks on water and I'm just
1: like yep. what <laughs> that's my life that's so funny yeah, my mother-in-law I love her dearly she's a great woman but I remember I mentioned my bridal shower and how he punched his mom in the face oh by the way I didn't mention this part I think it's important to know she just got her wisdom teeth removed like two days before this Oh, and he, and my stepson knew
0: and he punched her
1: in the face where she got her teeth removed on purpose. Oh, yeah. I felt sorry for her. So I told my mother-in-law this and her response was not my grandson. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And I said, oh yes, your grandson did that. Believe it. yeah, it's just like, well, he's too good. He would never do that. I said, Well, you're the grandson you think you know and the grandson of yours that I know are two different kids, apparently.
0: <laughs> well, and how can you like deny that when it's straight up facts? Like
1: what? Right. And 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 yeah, Bio Mom too, like you said with yours, she oh yeah, she's admitted to me. And and I give her credit where it's due. She says, I know I'm the problem. I know I'm wrapped around his little finger and I can't control it.
0: Well, damn. That's some insight. At least
1: she has that. That's One of the only things she has. <laughs> <laughs> she's not bad. She's not. She's not. She's just um, well, my best a friend.
0: Reason.
1: Yeah, my best friend says when somebody's being like mad lazy, uh, she's like L A Z Y lazy, and that's by mom. She's <laughs> just L A Z Y lazy, like just yep. Mm-hmm. To make her life easier, I mean, this kid's co- uh, co-slept with his mom up until like the last six months. Oh my god! It's gosh. easier for her. He's almost eight years old. Well, he's now eight years old.
0: Okay. Will you talk about that? Because there's, I get so many questions about this. Sure. Talk about co sleeping. Talk about how that goes down in that house and how have you handled it in your house? Does he expect the same thing to happen at your house? Hell no. Hell no. Because you have house rules.
1: Can I say, can I drop the f bomb really quick? (laughs) Yes. Fuck yes, we have rules. <laughs> I need that to be abundantly clear. Yeah. So uh, my husband and I, like I said, are the, the rule makers and disciplinarians. And, you know, I mean, even though I do disengage, I'm using air quotes. Um, I mean, I do still discipline him a lot. Um, and he, he's usually pretty decent. It's just he that 15% of the time. I hate co-sleeping. I don't judge people who do it. It's not my business. What works for one house doesn't work for another. What works for one kid doesn't work for another. This kid's almost eight years old. He's starting mm-hmm. to go through the beginning stages of puberty. Like mm-hmm. I think it's mad inappropriate. Oh yeah. And he also does it with his stepdad. So it's like mom and stepdad and stepson in a bed. I think it's bizarre.
0: No,
1: My husband ha- actually did say something to her. And I think it stopped because of that, because he was like seven and a half and still co-sleeping with them. And my husband was like, this is not okay. Like he's getting little hairs on his legs now and like on his arms and he's starting the beginning of that. And Mm -hmm. so in our house, when we moved in together, we got a two bedroom, one bathroom apartment for the, now we have our house. But before that I was like, this is our opportunity to set house rules and to set big rules because before that they lived in a studio apartment, my husband and my stepson, because that's all he could afford at the time. Mm -hmm. So there was no separation. They were in the same room. It's just, but they didn't sleep in the same bed, but it was the Mm -hmm. same room. So the rule that we put up, and it's been so helpful. And I tell people this all the time is our room is our room. And your room is your room. If you want to come into our room, you must knock first, whether it's a, you know, unless if you're like, bleeding from the head there's no reason for you to just barge into our room Uh and vice versa like so Uh we knock on his door before we come in yep every time unless he's not home obviously Mm -hmm. um and he does the same uh so even if he has a nightmare if he's sick if he's whatever he knocks on our door first Mm -hmm. before barging in and conversely when he's home and he's in his room we knock on his door and i think establishing that respect um very early on with him because he was like four Um, Mm -hmm. really kind of cemented that idea in his head. that, Like, okay, I have to respect their boundaries and they have to respect my boundaries Mm -hmm. because this is my safe space and that's their safe space. And it's funny because stepdad used to text me complaining about how he's a horrible sleeper. He wakes up at two o'clock in the morning, runs around the house. I mean, one of my favorite stories is apparently, it's not funny, but it's funny. He woke up in the middle of the night, went to that mom's house, went down to the kitchen and ate her lunch. oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And stepdad told me this and I was like, yikes. Yeah. No, he doesn't do that. He doesn't even, the only time he ever wakes up is to go to the bathroom.
0: So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So much of, um, you're painting the picture of that, of, of just, if you lay down what the expectations are in your home, then, mm-hmm. you know, kids need that structure. Kids like thrive with that structure and stability and knowing what's expected of them. And I think, you know, so many times I hear story after story of, you know, by a mom, not having that and then complaining about certain things. And it's like, well, we don't have that problem over here because the kid knows that wouldn't fly. Well,
1: and that's what happens. A stepdad will text or call us and say, Hey, how the hell do you get, kiddo to do xyz and my usually my husband answers now but back then it was me and i said well we have an expectation in our house and and there's accountability and rules and structure and routine and we feel sorry for stepdad because bio mom tells it's the most bizarre thing so most of your listeners are not going to relate to this she tells my stepson to listen to me but then tells him don't listen to your stepdad he's not your parent but karen is your parent what i it's Interesting. I I don't know if it's because stepdad. So like my husband and I are in our early, so I'll be thirty two in May. My husband's my age. Well, he'll be he's thirty two. Bio mom's a year younger than us, but stepdad's only twenty five. So I wonder sometimes if that's
0: why. Why? Why does that seem so young?
1: (laughs) It is when you're in your thirties, girl. I mean, we talk about that all the time. Like,
0: I mean, I mean, I remember I was doing at twenty five. Like, same probably can't repeat it on air, but.
1: (laughs) Same. Absolutely. But it's funny because he's been in my stepson's life since he was seven months old. Mm. So he was 18 years old and he took on this huge responsibility of being this good stepdad. I
0: want to have him on the podcast.
1: (laughs) I don't think he would do it, to be honest with you. (laughs) Um, He's also, um, he's a great stepdad. He loves my stepson, but he can be abrasive. Um, and I don't think a lot of what he would say would drive well within this community. <laughs>
0: no, yeah, no. To be honest. I will be having another stepdad on later, but um, I, I'm just so, that's so interesting. I imagine that he has a lot of frustrations when it comes to, you know, oh, yeah. the, the other side. So um, yeah. interesting. Huh. Yeah. Um, it's a different one. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's great that he, at least has the relationship with you guys where he can reach out. Like, I feel, you know, that's the spectrum of what co-parenting slash parallel parenting can look like. Um, Of, you know, things may not be super high conflict. You're not buddy, buddy, you're not best friends, but for the sake of the kid, you can have conversations, be respectful, communicate things, um, ask what's, you know, going on in the other house we used to be like that. Um, and sometimes BioMom still tries to slither her way back into that. Um, mm-hmm. but we have our boundaries and our walls up now where it's like, you're going to have to knock really loud to get there. <laughs> yes. right. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's talk about, I always like to try and give some advice, words of wisdom for, people for newer stepmoms for stepmoms who are actually I'm going to ask I'm going to ask this question. Sure. What is your opinion on when stepmoms are struggling of whether or not they should stay or they should go
1: in the relationship?
0: Yeah, so the stepmoms who are saying is this even worth it? Should I stick around? How do I know when to leave?
1: I haven't been there so it's kind of hard to answer that um I would say is you're in the relationship with your partner first and the kid I mean we it took a long time for my husband to get to the place where it's like yeah my my wife comes first like I mean yeah my substance needs are primary before anything because he's eight mm-hmm. I mean he can pour a bowl of cereal that's about the extent of his cooking skills <laughs> you know he's eight again i mm-hmm. um, newly eight at that um but when it comes to like emotional needs and stuff like I like are to each other that's more important and I think this is a tough one to answer just like I said I haven't been there I think what I would say is if you feel like the relationship with your partner is worth it then it might be worth trying to go farther but if the relationship with your partner isn't there and it seems not savable for lack of a better Mm -hmm. word then perhaps maybe not I mean you have to put yourself first in those situations Mm -hmm. but Your relationship is should be, in my opinion, should be evaluated without the stepkids or biological kids.
0: Mm -hmm. And if
1: you evaluate that relationship and say, I love my husband or partner, wife, whatever, and I'm super happy with them. But this one thing, like I just, oh, so funny you says, I just told my mom yesterday Mm -hmm. that if my stepson was not in the picture, my marriage would be a breeze. Mm -hmm. Like there would be and, and that's not to say I don't love him or respect him or like treat him as my own. But if my stepson was not involved in the picture, mm-hmm. it would be easy peasy. And
0: mm-hmm. that's
1: how I guess I would answer that is if the relationship without the stepkids is a great relationship, try stepping back with the stepkids. Yep. Yeah. Maybe that'll help the situation. If it doesn't, then, or if you're looking at the relationship and the, you know, the husband, your partner is not making an effort and you try talking to them, you try therapy, maybe you need to move on. That's sad.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, <clears throat> thank you for those wise words. I, I, I think similarly in that if you feel like your relationship is solid aside from the blended, because you have to give yourself a lot of grace in that blended family life, co-parenting life is freaking hard. It's going to yes. be challenging for any relationship, even a relationship that's super solid. The question here is is your relationship solid enough to be able to handle the blended family stuff? And that isn't saying that you need to change the blended family stuff. That's not saying because you don't have a lot of control over that. You don't have a lot of control over what bio mom does or how often you go to court or the, the, you know, temperament of the stepkids or anything like that. You have control over the, you know, connection you have with your partner. And if you can continue to grow on that and expand on that and nurture that. And that is good. That's your foundation, right? It's the whole bones song or whatever that everyone talks about. Um, you know, I'm talking about that bones, the house don't fall. if The bones are good. Oh yeah. My kiddo likes that song. Yep. I sure know it. (laughs) Um, so, you know, I, I have been through some really difficult times with my husband and I feel, I mean, even on Sunday when my stepson um, came home, I feel this change with my husband and I, and it's like this, this like energy shift and we both are experiencing some anxiety, some more stress, just the added stuff that my stepson brings into our house. Um, A lot of it has to do with his higher needs and his overall attitude and all that stuff. And my husband and I both are trying to navigate it together, but we both do it differently. Um, and if there's that communication and stuff, like if I didn't have my partner to be like validating and saying, yeah, this shit is really hard, but we're doing it together. That is what I couldn't, that's what I couldn't deal with. But that's, you know, that's that partnership piece. Um, and I'm the same as you, if, blended family stuff aside. Like, I don't know what my husband and I would argue about. Like, I don't. <laughs> I mean, I think the thing we argue about most
1: when my stepson isn't here is what the hell we're going to watch on TV that night. Like yeah, that's
0: ours, it. Like, ours is what we have for dinner. And then I solved that problem by meal planning earlier in the week. And then that's not even an issue. So same. actually that's not true. I get upset with him when he, he decides what we're going to watch. And then he falls asleep. And I'm like, Are you kidding me? I could be watching my shitty TV right now instead of what you wanted and you're just snoozing away, so. (laughs) Mine falls asleep earlier too
1: and then I just changed the channel. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's
0: it. All right, you know, horror movies it is.
1: (laughs) That's right. That's Yep, that's exactly what it is, horror movies. (laughs) Or documentaries.
0: Yeah. Okay, Um, I will ask one last question. If you were to give advice, um to any stepmom in her journey, what would it be? I'm really glad you asked because I was prepared
1: for this question. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about it. Um, boundaries. Have mm-hmm. them set them, enforce them with everybody that includes your partner. You don't think you need them, you do, like you really do. I didn't think I needed them with my partner. And now I nacho, disengage, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. step back, as mm-hmm. you so eloquently said. It's so important. It really is. Um, If I hadn't put my boundaries down when I did how I did, I don't think we'd be where we are today. Uh, We always say like we fall more in love with each other. It sounds so like gross to some people. I love you guys. You guys are cute. (laughs) Oh, thanks. It's so funny you said, so you like horror you had mentioned. I know this Mm -hmm. is not related, but uh, we're big horror people. Uh, Like we had like two zombies, our cake topper was two zombies going towards each other. Like we're Super horror nerds. Yeah. <laughs> um, I could send you a picture if you're interested. But um totally.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh but yeah, I, I think the boundaries thing is really, really important. Um, and and these are all things you've talked about, but like me time,
0: mm-hmm. if I
1: to add that to. Um, so like I mean, I know I didn't get a lot of it, but this weekend, even when I was watching my stepson, I was like, okay, buddy, well, I have to go walk the dog. I'm using air quotes here. And then like I walk the dog, walk mm-hmm. the dog. And then I'll sit on the phone for 20 minutes outside talking to my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't need to know that. He's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, or I will, you know, when they were playing a video game, I said, okay, well, I'm going to go do my thing, take yep. my me time. And I do it every day. I make sure I have me time every day, whether he's here or not here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you need that in general in life, but Absolutely. especially as a stepmom. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's another podcast, stepmom podcast that I listened to, and she had talked about it too. Um, and she said that like your partner didn't ask you to give up who you were before you became or when you became a stepmom, and mm-hmm. oftentimes stepmoms give that up. And I think it's important to make sure that you maintain that. Oh yeah. You know, but I guess just, just that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that independence and you know whatever that is. I know with COVID it's really hard. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And like we're in Pennsylvania, like I don't know what's going on in Pennsylvania, but like it's really impossible to get the vaccine right now. Mm. So. Um, and we're not 75 or older, (laughs) so um, we're just like, and you know, I mean, you know, and everybody else listening should know, or most of them will, it's hard because you can't control the other house. So with that being said, like, I can't go do the things I would usually do for my me time. So my me time looks like, you know, shutting myself in my room and calling my friend for an hour and Mm -hmm. complaining about, you know, whatever's going on or whatever it may be. Um, But I think it's those two things specifically Uh, me time and boundaries. Yep. With everybody.
0: I think, you know, as stepmoms, we can very easily get swallowed up into this life and, and it can pull us down. And in a lot of ways it can be very positive and it can bring out amazing things in you that you didn't know were there and you can nurture that. But at the same time, keeping a pulse on who you were before and, loving her and keeping her alive, because, you know, that is who your partner fell in love with. And, you know, we start to, resentment breeds when we lose sight of who we were beforehand, because we feel like we've given up and sacrificed so much for this life. Um, When really no one has asked us to, it's been our choosing. And so we need to Make the efforts with boundaries or me time to to keep that going.
1: It's important. Yes,
0: it's so. Uh, I I wish I had. I wish I had
1: a friend that was a stepmom or somebody like. I wish I had your blog post about resentment a year ago because I didn't know it was resentment. I didn't know what I was feeling. I just knew I was really overwhelmed and really frustrated and. I was targeting my poor stepson. I targeted it at him. I was pissed at him. I was like, well, this kid, but I wasn't mad at him. I was resentful of the situation. I was resentful of what was being expected of me. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really hard to see that, especially as a stepmom, like you just, you want to do it all. I wanted to, like, I I always tell people, I went into this role as like, I'm going to be super stepmom and I'm going to solve all the problems. And bio mom, and I are gonna have wine together all the time. We're gonna be best friends, and you know, stepdad and my husband are gonna be best friends, and we're gonna do all this stuff together. And like, I'm glad it didn't turn out that way, for the record, because <laughs> like, that's a little too much for me. But I'm glad I recognized what I felt was resentment, and that that has changed. And mm-hmm. boundaries helped with that a lot.
0: Yeah. So for any of your
1: listeners it's hard to read res- what resentment is in this situation. Cause I felt resentment before, but never in this way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it can creep up on us if we're not, if we're not paying attention. So sure can. yeah. Yeah. If you're interested in that blog post, you can go to my website and go to the blog. <laughs> it's there. It's good. Uh, I read it <laughs> even has a, a little exercise for you to work through some of it. So well, Karen, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story and your nuggets of wisdom. Um, you and I have a lot in common, so this was quite fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. I know every time the, the uh, so the one that came out last week, because I know that they probably, you spaced them out when you released them, mm-hmm. was the ADHD one. And the entire time I was like, yes, hell yes. <laughs> it's <Like you say, laughs> so
0: true. Like, that, that stuff's hard, man. It is. It It is, is. Yeah. And you don't really realize it. Like you said, if you don't really know ADHD, you don't for the longest time, we just thought this kid was fucking weird. Like what the hell? Like, or why are you so unorganized or, you know, all this, you know, the, the executive functioning stuff, um, is huge. Uh, so it causes a lot of frustration, but here we are, we're, we're doing it. We, we use the term, uh, a lot. He's a lot of
1: kid. He that's what we used to say he's a mm-hmm. lot of kid. that's what we used to say up until like a year ago yeah so can I can I just share something really quick it could Absolutely. be off air if so that's okay I don't care I had posted this on the Instagram page and you you thought it was great but I just want to share it I because I think stepmoms so often get shit on for everything honestly mm-hmm. um but It really pisses me off as a child-free stepmom when people are like, well, you'll understand when you're a mom or you'll get it if you have kids or whatever, which is such bullshit. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a coworker who I thank God no longer work with because he left the company and he made a, his kids were a little bit younger than my stepson. So he, at the time my stepson was seven, his kids were like five and three, something like that. And he said something like, well, you're not a real parent. You don't get it. And I said, well, what constitutes a real parent to you? Uh And he said, well, you know, you didn't give birth. I said, so if I adopted my stepson, would that still make it that I'm not his parent because he didn't come out of me? Like, that's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And offensive to anybody that's fostered a child, adopted a child, you know, been a step-parent, whatever. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: he said that. yes Sarah thank you surrogacy yep and then he basically spewed some other crap that was ridiculous and like I'm from New York originally so like I have that like temper of like let's <laughs> take it outside like we'll do it and, and I said that to him. I was like listen if we weren't at work right now I would have told you to take it outside mm-hmm. but what I did say to him that really struck and a lot of people on your Instagram page like this and I think it's important to note is I said to him so you're telling me that I'm not a parent I don't kiss boo-boos, tuck my stepson in, read him stories, help with homework, cook his meals, do his laundry, play games with him, teach him things, enter XYZ here. Meanwhile, while I'm doing all those things and leaving work on time to be with my kiddos with the limited time that I have because we're 50-50, you're staying at work late so you don't have to do bedtime routine and tuck your kids in at night. Who's the real parent?
0: Yes. 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 My- you tell them. Mm-hmm
1: you tell them because we are just as much parents as the biological parents and sometimes more
0: so Mm -hmm. I love that you confronted that like there's I mean that takes some internal strength to be like no I'm gonna correct this this is stupid like well he's he had said it like five
1: previous times and I was like I that day I was like I this is bullshit yeah Yeah. I had had it and like also this is a guy that would stay late at work so he didn't have to tuck his kids in at night which is I mean, his kids were five and three. They're like easy oh my then. God, those are the best ages. They are. I mean, now that he's eight, I'm like, whatever. But like a five huh? and
0: three, oh my gosh, yeah, they're so cute. Yeah. My husband rushes home so he can get, so he can tuck our daughter in. Cause it's like, those snuggles are, aren't gonna, you know, last forever. Exactly. Uh, what a shit dad. <laughs> what a shit dad. But you know what? I was glad that I got to stick
1: up for other stepmoms and I was yeah. like, you know, you, you don't understand because I said, who's the real parent? Because at least
0: I tuck my kid in at night. Yeah, calling him out. Fuck that guy. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that guy. And on yeah. that note, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Karen, so much. Thank um, you. Listeners, you can um, learn more about Karen in the show notes. And as always, thank you, be well, and stay radical. All right, ladies, the episode is over, but do you want a little more? Come find me on Instagram and join the community at Radical Stepmoms Podcast, or schedule a one-on-one session and get that personalized support, or become a Radical member and gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes and merch. Radical Stepmoms is so much bigger than a podcast. Check out the details and the notes on this episode.